What's going on, you beautiful sons of bitches? I'm Steve Satinino. This is Grabbing Life by the Bulls podcast. This week is going to be another solo episode. Just myself, me, myself, and I. We're going to be talking on the coronavirus um, mindsets and, and how to like really win today and get out of a binge cycle. I talk a little bit my move into the house, what my mindset's been lately, um, and we talk on a few other topics. I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. Please don't forget to leave a review, rating, and uh, comment wherever you can on the show. It really helps me. Please support the page if you'd like. Um, and without further ado, this is episode 9. set right on a river and in the morning the sun sets right above it and um there's a lot of small town like divey bars and uh little shops that you can go eat at the great american pub is an amazing place to go to they i mean they used to do the bottomless mimosas on tuesday mornings if you're into that sort of thing but uh i think they've ended it since since the viruses uh the, the rising cases have been going on. They need the money. They can't be giving out sick deals like that anymore. Give the deals back to the people, folks. This is how you're going to get them out of their house. Don't take away the deal uh, the deals and then they're going to stay in their house. You got to give them more deals. Give them more discounts. Coupons. Let's bring back coupons. We love coupons here. <laughs> but, uh... No, I fucking... I, I definitely love the area. The bars are a lot more up my alley. A lot, uh kind of remind me of like the hometown bars that I go to you know uh you got Jonathan Jonathan's pub on front on front street uh prohibition's a new one over there in Massapequa I fucking love those places I mean prohibition I've actually never been in yet but yeah if I'm going out anywhere if I'm gonna go out hang out have a few drink it's gonna be some small divey bar divey place because it gives you a little more, uh, it's a little more personal. It's not like you go to a club and you're just fucking rubbing up on sweating on everybody, you know? I don't think those are going to be too much of a thing after this virus. If they are, it's, uh, uh you're not going to find me there because you're going you're gonna to really know who the fucking, who the gross asses are, you know? You're going to really know who those scazy, scummy people are if they're just trying to go to the bar uh, not even the bar, the club, and just sweat and fucking grind up and pick up whoever, you know. It's kind of disgusting nowadays, considering there's a pandemic going on. I mean, not really a pandemic. I'm going to talk a little bit on the pandemic. I'm going to try to uh, try to be as neutral as possible here, but I think it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I think it's absolute bullshit, the pandemic, you know, because... What? There are people left and right dropping dead, supposedly, 
but then you look at the statistics and the statistics say, yeah, you have like not you have like a 99.96% chance of not getting it if you go out in public without a mask and shit like that. You have a very low, I mean obviously without a mask your percentages go up and if you're going into train stations and and, and public places your chances will obviously go up. But Listen, I've gotten tested a few different times now. A couple times, not a few. Um, both tests, the antibodies and the active COVID, came back negative. And I have been taking just basic precautions. You know, I've been washing my hands a little bit more. If I'm going out into a, a highly populated place, I'll put on a mask and maybe some sunglasses. You know, I mean, going out in public with a mask on, doesn't necessarily mean that you're not going to get it. The mask only means that whatever germs you got going on, whatever fuck shit you got going on, you ain't going to be spreading it to nobody else. That's what it means. The mask is not a protective barrier between you and the rest of the world. Let's get that out of the fucking way, okay? If you wanted to be protected from the rest of the world, people should be walking around with fucking face shields on, like plastic see-through face shields, the ones that they wear in hospital, because that actually stops from the people spitting when they talk, you know? I mean, I, I don't think I spit when I talk. My mic's pretty clean. I like how it's, I like how that is, but, uh, but yeah, people gotta get their heads out of their asses. They gotta, I think, people gotta, one, stop fucking worrying about it so much, and two, people have to start taking more precautions because there's the, it's it's getting separated into two different extremes, you know? It's the people that's like, no, I'm a patriot, I'm American, I'm not going to wear, I have the right to not wear a mask, I have freedom, I have rights. And then you have people on the other side of the room that are like not leaving their houses since January because they caught wind of a pandemic coming and they've literally imprison themselves into their houses and their rooms see we gotta kinda start coming to the middle we gotta start opening things up but I think that people also have to realize like okay population is population increase and the amount of people we have in the world is ridiculous and we have less space between us even Long Island I can you can barely fit a fucking pubic hair between the houses sometimes in the in Brooklyn in, in, in the city the apartment buildings, there's not enough room everybody anywhere anymore. There's not enough room. So instead of building out, they're building up. And that's a lot of fucking people walking the streets. No shit something's going to spread. Some venereal, some COVID, some whatever the fucking disease it is, you know? But this is where we have to meet in the middle. We have to, we have to meet in the middle. We have to realize, okay, listen... Everybody has gross shit going on. Let's start wearing some masks. Let's start washing our hands again. Let's start cleaning public places a little bit more often. And let's try to kill the diseases that are out there and get a handle on it. Because these are the invisible enemy. That's no doubt. Because I don't know what the fuck it is. I'm not no expert on on, on, on COVID, on, on, on whatever diseases. I'm not no doctor. But wash your hands. Wear a mask. Cough. Even if you're wearing a mask, cough, sneeze into your arm like you were taught when you were in kindergarten. Come on. But no, you got fucking... You got some assholes out there that are so, oh, I have freedoms and I don't have to wear a mask. They're going up to people and coughing on them. 
And the most amazing part of it is, these are like 40, 50, 60-year-old women that are just f absolutely insane. If you've seen them on social media, like, these women are insane. <coughs> They're coughing. <coughs> yeah, arrest me. <coughs> They're coughing on, on people into cameras and shit like that to try to exercise their freedom to not wear a mask. Just put the fucking mask on. What's the big fucking deal? I don't necessarily agree with wearing a mask all the time anyway. There's actually studies done that the, the wearing a mask constantly for like eight hours of the day is doing more damage to you than not wearing a mask and getting the disease because the constant carbon dioxide and the car, uh, constant carbon monoxide that you're breathing out and breathing back in, I don't know, carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide, two of the same... It basically, you know what I'm saying. When you breathe out, that carbon monoxide, carbon dioxide, or whatever, you are not supposed to be breathing that in constantly. There's like, it goes in the mask, in even a light surgical mask, it goes up to like 6,000 or 8,000 parts per million in the mask. And that's like enough to almost start killing brain cells. That's like enough to start killing brain cells. And it only goes up for the longer you do it. So there's definitely a happy medium. I'm the one. Listen, like if I'm not really around anybody, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, you know, just expose the nose area a little bit. I'm gonna start breathing through my nose. But don't come up to me and say, "Hey, can you put your mask on all the way?" There's two other people in the room. I thought it was supposed to be six feet. Six feet. This. Uh, I, I thought the rule was only a mask if you can't do six feet. But now it's a, ma a mask all the time. Doesn't matter. I guess that's from all these fucking assholes out there coughing on the shit at the grocery store. I don't know. That's my two cents on the coronavirus. It's going on. I just moved states. I should be back in New York. I'm trying. I'm planning on getting tested again so I don't have to... See, that's what you do. If you're going out, if you're going to be around people, go get tested before you go around family and stuff because you don't want to bring it back. If you're asymptomatic, you don't want to bring it back to your family. If I'm asymptomatic, I got tested, it came back negative, I'm happy about that. But I mean, for all I know, I could have gotten it while I'm here, and I don't want to bring it back and expose my family, my grandparents. I don't want to, I don't want to expose my family to that sort of thing. So I think people have to just start taking the necessary precautions and start thinking about it realistically. That sounds good, because everybody's starting to get drawn to the two poles of, of the argument. It's not even a fucking argument. They're starting to get pulled to the extremes of both sides where it's like, nope, fuck it, I got freedom, not wearing a mask, or I am never leaving my home again. And I'll die in my bed where I woke up the past eight mornings, eight, well, eight, 800 mornings, and uh, I've spent the last 800 meals here they haven't left their bed. But anyway, as I've been moving in, I kind of like took a back seat and I kind of took about a week off from really just putting my attention towards even the podcast, my online business, certification, all, all, the, all, the, all, all the things that I have going on in my life and that I have been trying to build. And I keep asking myself, why do I do all this stuff? Right? Why do I do this? I'm only 21 years old. I should be going out to the bars, having drinks, telling my friends to come over, hitting up the beach, trying to 
at all costs be around and hang out and just fucking go where the wind blows because too many people my age do that and I envy them. I envy people that can are just okay with going out and saying fuck it and I don't give a shit and I'm not going to fucking put my attention or my energy towards anything that might improve me because I'm 21 only and I got to live life while I can and I want to have fun now. I envy those people. And honestly, it makes me think sometimes, why the fuck am I doing all this shit myself? You know? But that's when I sat back and I thought myself, like, it's not really about devoting yourself to, okay, I'm never, I'm not going to go out for the next five years. I'm just going to put my head to the grindstone. And I'm really going to prepare myself for the future, for my future family. I'm going to try to set things up. So that I can be working towards a sustainable and profitable future. And then I thought, like, listen, you have to have fun while you're here. Because 21, 20, 21, 22, 23, these are the funnest and most carefree years of your life. And I think that's how you should live them. You know what I mean? You got to live in your 20s carefree. Kind of just trying things out. Because, listen, after your 20s... You're still only in your 30s. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, I'm only 21. That's nine years away. I mean, nine years is a long time, and people are like, fuck, I'm in my 30s. I'm so old. Dude, 30s not old at all. People are starting to live till a, till 100, 120. Like, not no lie, if I, if I, if nothing happens to me, thank God, if nothing happens to me, Dude, I could be looking to live to like 120, 115 years old. That's fucking insane. And the life expectancy just keeps on going up and up. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the rate of life expectancy going up. But if I'm planning to live to 130 is like a third of my life. Less than a third. I mean, that's still a third of my life. But I want to spend that third of my life having fun and doing the things that I want to to try to make it. You know what I mean? So even though I took the day, the, the past week off, and honestly, I've been binging. I've been binging on, uh, I've been binging on just disgusting foods. I mean, I've been exercising here and there a little bit. I got to get back on my grind. Um, I've been binging on just self-enjoyment, and not even self-enjoyment, but like, Self-indulgence, I guess you can say. Playing video games, watching TVs, crapping o- cracking open too many beers, you know. Uh, just not doing the things that I've been uh, preaching, I guess you can say. But it's okay to get off of... I feel like it's okay to get off of the things that you're supposed to do. It's okay to ch- have a cheat meal. It's okay to take the weekend off or go on vacation. You have to live your life, Always. But now that it's been about a week, I have to get off of this binge 100%. And that's what it, you have to realize and become aware that you have been binging for yourself. Whatever that binge is. If it's been eating, fuck, eating like shit for the past three or four days and you haven't been counting your calves, you haven't been exercising, you've been binging. You've been, binging, you've been letting yourself go. That's what a binge is called. It's like consistently doing something in excess without control. That's what a binge is. And I lately I've been kind of doing doing that. And 
you have to wake up with the mentality that to get out of that binge and you have to realize that you have to become aware that you have been doing those things. The reason that I woke up, the, the reason that I was aware of this today, I woke up today and I was like, man, fuck it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to play video games today. And then I kind of thought to myself, I go, fuck, I've been doing that shit for the past three days. Why the fuck am I gonna keep? Uh, why the fuck am I gonna keep doing that, dog? You know. So then I thought today you gotta. All I thought today I go listen. You gotta take today, and you gotta do one, two, maybe three things. Write down three things right now. What you can do to win the day. Or three things. What you can do to win tomorrow. Write them down though. Because you're, you're much more likely to actually accomplish what you want to accomplish if you write them down. So write down three things that you really want to accomplish. And three things that would, add to you, would be considered a win for the day. You know? Because that's how I think of it. What can I do to really win today? To, uh, do, uh, what can I do today to win? Win it. Go for, go for a run. Eat a very healthy breakfast. Eat a very healthy lunch. Exercise for me. That's how I stay grounded. Another thing for me today was to even just do this podcast that you're listening at because I did not want to do it, dead ass. But I enjoy doing it when I sit, when I actually sit down and get going and get on a roll. I enjoy doing it, even though it, even if it is just by myself, which is today. Today I'm only gonna be by myself again. But sit down, do this podcast. Get guests lined up for the next few weeks. Another thing that's been helping me, you have to... I never realized the power of writing down a schedule. People always say, oh, I'll do that tomorrow, I'll do this tomorrow, I'll do that tomorrow. But the power when you write it down, it holds you accountable. It holds you a lot more accountable to yourself than you just telling yourself that in your head. Even speaking the things out loud will even make you more accountable towards yourself because you said them. They're in reality. The universe has heard them now. And you feel obligated to now carry that through. I 100% do. I think it's the same for everybody. Verbalizing things is the most powerful things that you can do because you can speak things into existence. Just as though somebody that says, oh, I am terrible, I suck at this, I'll never be able to accomplish this. And those that are, and those that say, oh, this is easy, I will do this. I have the power to succeed. Both of those people are usually right. Both of those people are most of the time right. And that is just because of the belief that they say that they can versus they can't or they can't versus they can. And they verbalize that out to the world. And then it will come back to them. That's the thing about having like an aware mindset. I feel like I'm, I'm somebody... Not even something that somebody that's so... Uh, like high strung I wouldn't even say that but I feel like I'm just somebody that's very aware I'm aware of what's going on around me I'm aware, I'm aware of the things that I'm doing and the less that I start to care and the more that I'm around people that really don't give a shit the less I w- aware I become 
And I'm one of those people that very easily, if I clock out, sometimes it's hard to reel it back in. And that's just truth. That's just the truth. And I think everybody battles with that. But that's where the difference comes in. That's the, po- that's, that's the most important thing right there. It's not actually doing something. It's not actually going. The most important thing is to be aware of what you're doing. To be oh, sit, sit back, reflect. Ask yourself, what am I doing and is it going to benefit me in the future? What am I doing? What, I, what have I been doing? And how is it affecting how I feel? See, one thing for me, I... Listen, alcohol is fun. Beer is a good time. Friends is a good time. It's not that I don't like going out and socially drinking and have a good time and... But I have noticed that days after, days after, the depressant effects of alcohol take take me over. Like, not completely, but, dude, it, I feel the effects of it. And it's undeniable for some reason in my life. Some people don't feel it at all. Some people wake up and they feel like a million fucking bucks the next day after a night of drinking. But for me, sometimes it's been hitting hard. I don't know if it's coming with old age or I don't know what it is. But it hit hard. It hit hard. It hits. It hits hard the next few days after. Okay. And that brings me back. I mean, I forgot where I was just talking to. I got sort of, not really, sort of. Um, I have a, I have a, a, a minor bug issue in my room, I think. See, I don't really know where the fuck they're coming from. It's not really bugs. It's more like flies and, and uh, moths. I think it might be the lights that I have at night that draw them in. But my windows are closed. I mean, my AC has a few holes. Don't really know, but it's really pissing me off. Anyway. What I was saying before gets me back to the fact that you have to just wake up every day and grab the day by the balls. Whatever you can. Even if it's one thing. Even if it's going out and walking for 20 minutes to get your body moving. Even if it's reading one page of a book. Even if it's going over your schedule for the next month, setting up dates, something. And I find the day, I find when, I find it's hardest to get back on the grind after days off. There's nobody telling you to do something. Everybody has the power to get up and, or not get up in the morning. Everybody has the power to go look for a job. Or everybody has the power. I mean, that was a bad example. Everybody has the power to get up and do something for themselves. But 
Somebody's not going to go and do it for you. Everybody's a pa- I have the power today to sit in my bed till 1 o'clock in the afternoon, get up, turn the Xbox on, play video games till 4 o'clock at night, walk over to McDonald's, go get myself a fat Big Mac, shove that down my fucking gullet, and then sit my fat ass back down on my couch and watch more TV. But to me, that would be the opposite of winning the day. That would make me feel the next day three steps behind. And honestly, after taking this week off, I feel like I've taken steps back because I didn't move forward. Stagnation is still retraction because you're never moving forward. It's like when you're not doing anything, your competition is still out there waking up and getting that workout in and working harder than you are. And I notice it. It's hard to get back on track. Everybody has everybody has that problem to get back on track with what they're doing. But all it comes down to is your willpower and your strength and your courage to say no and do differently and to make the right choice. Everybody is so attracted towards immediate gratification. And it is immediately gratifying to go get a Big Mac and watch TV. I'm telling you right now. Just like, (laughs) quick story, just like how it was really easy for me, last time I went home from school, I went to Krispy Kreme and I I got a dozen donuts from Krispy Kreme I wanted to ha- I wanted to bring some donuts back home and everything. But I took the easy and immediately gratifying choice to eat all 12 fucking donuts on the way home. <laughs> like you like I am the definition of binge sometimes. But it's the choice to do it's the choice to choose differently the next time. Yesterday, I woke up. I didn't really do anything. I took yesterday off. Took Monday off. I feel like that's the best thing you can do. If you can take Monday off, it sets your week up for a lot less stress. Monday is just a very stressful day. You hear the word Monday. Monday starts everything. Monday starts everything on a shit note. Because I remember when I went to school, oh my God, I had to wake up for school on Monday. Oh. Now that's ingrained in my head. So one of my things... I want to have Mondays off. But that did not stop me from today, on Tuesday, the 21st, to get my ass up and grab today by the balls. If I'm taking Monday off, I better be fucking doing something Tuesday. I better be doing a lot Tuesday. And then I better be doing a lot Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Then maybe Sunday and Monday I'll take off. Because that's what it is. It's about being aware of what you're doing. And always, listen, it's not that I can or I, f- I can't afford to take a break. I can't afford to take a break. I shouldn't be able to afford to take a break. Because that means somebody else out there is getting ahead of me. 
that's just one more day that's setting me back from reaching my goals if I do take a break. But I will have fun and I will enjoy and I will do what I want to do as I go. But it's about pushing yourself to make the choices that somebody that would want to see the best out of you do. It's not every single choice. It's not living your life by an absolute uh, rule book. Oh, for example, dieting. Oh, I can never eat this ever again. I have to go to the gym every every day for two hours. It's not what it is. Some people get carried away and think that they have to make up time for the times that they took off. When you clock in, clock in, be there, do it, do it. But when you clock out, have fun because once you're working your ass off, once you get yourself back working your ass off, once you wake up the next day and say, listen, I'm going to grab today by the balls, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get six more clients for my business. I'm going to sell four more cars. I'm going to get a 45-minute workout in today. It's about waking up that making that next choice and being aware that you did just take the time off. You should feel guilty about it that you did take the time off. But then when you have worked your ass off for a week, two weeks, three weeks, and then you say, hey, listen, I want to take three, four days off, clock out, 100% clock out, because that's, that's your body saying, listen, I need a break. Naturally, we all have to just unwind. And I'm one of those people sometimes, if I'm on a creative kick... I will work for 16, 17 hours straight because I'm I'm in that mode. I'm in that mode. But then after a while, that's when burnout starts kicking in. And I think everybody experiences burnout. I know I know I experienced burnout, I know my mom experienced burnout. Every I know my friends experienced burnout. I I know professional baseball players that experience burnout. Everybody experience and it's okay for sometimes you wake up and you just really don't want to do anything. And sometimes you just need to take that day for yourself. And those are the times where you have to live life. You have to just take Take a personal day. Go. For me, personal day is real focused on me. I make sure I'm eating well. I'm exercising real good. I'm watching something that entertains me. I'm seeing the people that I want to see. And that all, ta- that all starts with, hey, listen, sometimes I wake up. Fuck. Tired today. 
I'm tired. I don't know what it is. But then sometimes you wake up and you feel like that. But you have to push through it because those are the days that the universe sees what you're made of. Not every single day you're going to wake. You might, two, three days in a row, you might wake up and not feel like you want to do anything. It doesn't make you should, it mean you should take those three days off. It's about balance. Balance is key. Balance and consistency. It's finding the, 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 fine, the fine line between the two. Balance and consistency. Consistency is the hardest thing. Because time tests. Time tests us. Time will totally test us. But that's where the most important mentality comes in when time is testing us. It's that it's all just one step at a time. One day at a time. One one situation at a time because life moves and, and, and the world is so fluid and hyper-connected now and, and there's so many things that are going on and life is so chaotic nowadays. There's so much information always everywhere. But if you can wake up every day and ask yourself, what can I do today to win? To win today. For myself. Not even not for anybody else. For myself. If I can sit down at the end of the day and consider today a win, what would what would I do? Maybe that's reading a page of a book. Maybe that's getting a workout in. Maybe that's talking to somebody you've never talked to before. What can you do to win that day? Who can I go out and help today? Each day is at a time is a new opportunity to go out and do something that will echo into your future. But every single day is another day that you have to live your life. And it's finding the, 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 the very thin bounds between the two. And I have trouble finding it myself. I have trouble finding it myself. But listen... It's a beautiful day out. It's been hot as balls lately. It's been hot as balls lately. In Conshohocken, it's been like 100 degrees with like fucking 60-70% humidity. And I've been... Dude, it's been hot out, man. I've been going for these runs by the, by the, by the river. I gotta say, they're real peaceful. I've been, I've been getting them done, but I've been getting them done slow because it's been so peaceful. I kind of like... I'll like run like 0.25s of a mile, 0.5 miles, and then like I'll sit and I'll walk for about five minutes and I'll just take it in. I'll just take in the area, you know. I want to go explore the area a little more, see what uh, see what these townies are like. 
see what these townies are like, see what's going on, see what the neighborhoods are like, see what my neighbors are like. It's interesting. It's interesting the times that we're going to be experiencing now after the virus. It makes me think what's really going to go on, you know? You know, I'm going to speak on another thing, too, that I was thinking about that I actually really wanted to talk on, but I don't want to, um, I don't know. I didn't want to talk on it, but I do want to talk on it because I think it's a bigger issue than people than people realize. Listen, this whole the the Black Lives Matter movement um Black Lives Matter. 100% like what idiot would say black lives don't matter? But what idiot would also say say all lives don't matter. You know what I mean? And I think that we have to start... This whole Black Lives Matter movement has transitioned into something that's not really about black lives anymore. It's more political-based. It's more power-dominance-based. And uh, I think it's little of the truth. Civil rights, I think that everybody has them. I think that we have good rights here. And I think that uh, that that separation, like the racial separation here... Wasn't that bad, but now it's becoming to grow ever, ever so much. People are becoming more and more separated in this country, which I don't like at all. But I see more and more people are getting outed on social media for it, for racism. Meanwhile, it's never been such a problem in our country. Meanwhile, we just had a black president. If there were so many problems, why didn't he do any? Like, uh, seriously, why, like, why didn't he take the front foot on it? I just think there's way too many questions going on. And, and the entire argument is way too confusing to even talk about because it has been melded into so many different things. And honestly, I think it all has to be, it all has to end. Everybody just has to love everybody. I think police brutality, definitely a thing. We definitely have to get a raps on it. I think that uh, police forces in some cities have turned into some small standing armies, and that is not illegal because then they get corrupted, and then they get powered, and they enforce their power into their, pop, into their area. But I think the, biggest, the bigger issue at question is what the fuck's going on with China, dog? Supposedly they're running camps for Muslims and these uh, education camps for Muslims and, and I don't know. There's a specific group of Muslims, not too sure. But um, communist China over there, you know, they released a virus. I mean, I I'm not going to assume now, but uh, it seems like a virus came from their area of the world. And uh, now I'm getting wind on these education camps for Muslims. And they're getting rounded up and put into trains and shipped across the country. You know, it kind of sounds a lot like Nazi Germany and Hitler. I think that there are some real... Uh, human rights violations going on in the world that people have no idea about. And I think that if something comes out and uh, 
sheds light on uh, the human rights violations that are going on in China and the mass surveillance that they have over there and uh, the lack of freedom of speech and the lack of freedom as a whole that they have over in China and other parts of the world, I think that we'd be pretty fucking happy with what we got going on. Be right back. plug in the laptop. Is that better? Oh, it's literally because my laptop is plugged in. That's so fucking stupid. If you hear that buzz, I gotta keep it on the laptop's charging. But, um, anyway. Yeah, politics should not be talked about. People should just keep their fucking mouth shut. Stop imposing your beliefs onto other people. Because then we're going to end up like China and it's going to be like a... Oh, um, it's uh, harming the state's image. <laughs> but yeah, if you're curious about China, go look it up. Go look it up their uh, education centers or their education camps or I don't fucking know. They got some weird human rights violations going on. Uh... It's going to be episode 9, I believe, another solo episode from yours truly. Uh, just so everybody knows, if you don't agree with things that I'm saying, I don't give a shit. You don't have to listen to me if you don't want to. Um, I'm not forcing anybody to listen. Um, this is like bare bones. This is just bare bones, no unedited, absolutely raw content for y'all. Because I don't really like spending the time to edit and make it all pretty and nice and shit like that. If you want to uh, come on and work, not work, but collaborate on uh, the show together, you're more than welcome. Hit me up, DM me. But as always, you can listen to the podcast everywhere you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, whatever the fuck it is. Um... Please leave a rate and uh, review in the in the in the thing where you can in Apple Podcast. It really helps out the show. All feedback really helps me and keeps keeps me doing it and keeps improving the show. If you'd like to donate to the show to make it better, um, you can do that through Anchor or uh, my uh, Patreon account. Go just search up Steve Satinino, Stephen Satinino. Um, it's been a pleasure sitting here, spilling my spilling my brain, spilling my thoughts out to you guys, what's going on in my world. Uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please leave a rate and review, and I will see you all next week.